Good you care blood, ain't ya? We have such sights to show you. It's Hello, and thank you for joining us for another night at Camp Blood. My name is Stephen, and with us, as always, are Trish and Joe. Hey. Today, following up our massive, epic Halloween special. Jeez. Which was three hours and ten minutes long. It was that long? Yes, it was. Uh, and I didn't add anything to it. I just put the opening on it and put some music at the end. Well, I mean, with, for, with three hours, what do you need to add to it? <laughs> I wasn't going to put a trailer for each one of the movies. Either, yeah, so. no, there's too many of them, too. Just, it, I think people would be like, oh, okay, we're done. Just get to the stupid fucking thing. So... Um, but today we're going to be covering, we're going to jump backwards into the 70s, and we're going to talk about the original Carrie movie. And before we do that, let's go ahead and take a listen to that trailer. It's the night of the senior prom. The Bates High School gym is alive with excitement. Everybody is there, even Carrie White, the girl no one likes. Oh, sorry about this incident, Cassie. It's Carrie! And everyone makes fun of her. Free, Carrie! Free, Carrie! <laughs> the girl who lives in that creepy house with her crazy mother. Help the silly woman see the sin of her days and ways. Show her. And if she had remained sinless, the curse of blood would never have come on her. The girl with the strange power. If I concentrate hard enough, I can move things. But tonight, no one will laugh at Carrie. If you don't have a date to the prom next Friday, would you like to go with me? She's with the best-looking boy in the senior class. He's trying to trick me again. She'll be voted queen of the prom. You know, I can make sure that you don't hurt Carrie White anymore. For Carrie... It will be a dream come true. For everyone else, it will be a nightmare. <coughs> Carrie. <coughs> a new film by Brian De Palma. Based on the chilling bestseller. Starring Sissy Spacek, Piper Laurie, and introducing John Travolta in his first motion picture role. If you have a taste for terror, you have a date with Carrie. Okay, fun facts for Carrie. Carrie was Stephen King's first published novel. And it was also the first one of his books that was turned into a movie. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Uh, it was released November 16th, 1976. So again, we're really we're close, so to, close the to the anniversary. anniversary. That just happens like that. <laughs> we, we are really good at picking movies uh, <laughs> close to their anniversary uh, release date. Yeah, I don't know. It's And it's completely coincidental. Yeah, we're, no, no um, effort was, has been put into that. The only one that we 
kind of new as Halloween. Obviously. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Friday the 13th, right? Technically. Well, no, because the the it was not released. Oh, yeah. the release. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Um, this is, I don't know, actually, I forgot to double check, but this might be the first horror film to be nominated for Academy Awards. I think you're right, because both Lori Piper and Sissy Spacek were nominated, right? So uh, Piper, Lori. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, they were, uh, Sissy Spacek was nominated for Best Actress, Piper Laurie was, uh, nominated for, um, I think Best Supporting yeah, Actress, Yeah, Best Supporting right? Actress. Yeah. Um, Stephen King received only $2,500 wow. for the movie rights for wow. this. What a that's rip. That's in 1976 money, though. Yeah, but still, this is a, that's a ripoff. Yeah, and he was so unknown at the time that apparently in the original trailer, they misspelled his first name with a V instead of PH. <laughs> but he said he he did enjoy the movie and he thought the ending was better than the book the ending of the book oh so the movie okay. uh he liked the movie ending and how they they did with his story and mm-hmm. such okay so full he approves di- full disclosure i have never read i have not either book. i have shame you have shame I on have. me well i'm gonna i'm lying i i haven't <laughs> i didn't read it but i listened to the audiobook well, that, shame that on counts. you. Perform, that still counts. Lazy perform, man's reading. Performed by Sissy Spacek. Oh, really? shut up. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> that counts. Yeah. Does um, she do her voice? Mama. Yeah. Well, yeah, she does the voice of all the characters. Yeah, so, she yeah. does. It's been a long time since I listened to that, but yeah. That's cool. That's how I listen. That's how I read Stephen King books, because they are very difficult to read sometimes. They can be tenuous, yeah. Yeah. Um, the high school that the everyone goes to is called Bates High School. Uh-huh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> I did not write that little note down, but I did see it and was like, oh, they're nudging at Bates. Yeah. I never even noticed that any other time I've ever seen this movie. Um, full disclosure, though, it's been almost 10 years since I've watched this movie. Um, the prom scene took two weeks to shoot. Well, Seriously? Yep. The whole scene, or... I assume so. I don't think it was just a dancing. That couldn't have taken two weeks. No. Although Brian De Palma is a weirdo. Does the prom scene include the prom that's what massacre? I meant. Yeah. It, could, it could have I been the massacre was what took two weeks. Yeah, because be. I would say that that includes prom. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, none of the Bible verses that are quoted in the movie are real. Shh. <laughs> Full disclosure, I've never read the Bible, so I don't know. <laughs> you fooled me. Um, which they do mention in the... 2013 version of Carrie, when Carrie actually says to her mother, that doesn't say that anywhere in the Bible. Yeah. They don't do that in the original one. No, yeah, you're right. Um, Sue Snell and her mother are played by real-life mother and daughter, Amy Irving and Priscilla Pointer. Hmm. Um, Sissy Spacek avoided socializing on the set with anybody to keep up the Outsiders, Yeah. A TV-friendly version of the opening scene was filmed where the girls are all wearing towels. Really? Yeah. Brian, and Brian De Palma directed that. I was thinking in the original one that there is an awful lot. A lot of Bush. <laughs> it's the 70s. No, I mean, it's cool. That's it's, fine. But, like... It, and, and Sissy Spacek was 25 at the time, so she could be nude. But when you jump forward to the 2013 version, you have... Um, I'm blanking on her name. Chloe, Chloe Grace. Thank you. or whatever her name is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was 16 or 17, so obviously she could not be naked, so that's why I, she wasn't. <laughs> I noticed, too, that uh, Sissy Spacek, although I think she played her better, was too old for this role. I, I, I almost saw it. It was really t- cutting it too close, but I think she's so visually striking. But at the same time, she's supposed to be, like, 
like a homely looking character and that's why i'm saying that's why i think why sissy spacek does work because she is yeah. like you know so fair-skinned like almost no eyebrows you know like strange <clears throat> bug eyes you know at the end of the episode we'll talk more about the um the remakes and the sequel yeah yeah um but I think that Chloe Grace Moritz, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck her last name is, um, was not a good choice to play her just because she was attractive. That's, that's, what a, that's exactly what we say. And, so we'll get into yeah. this. So anyway, and uh, this is yet another film that we are reviewing <laughs> that is included in the book, The 1001 Films to See Before You Die. All right. Well, we've only the seen classics. it. I think the only movie we have reviewed that is not in there was uh, Pieces. Which should justifiably <laughs> probably be on that list, right? You you should see it. I, I can put it on the list. And that is all my fun facts. We'll talk about the original book ending when we get to the end. Um, oh, the book ending? Yeah. Okay, good. Which is really... So we're going to start with then the uh, 1976 film. Yes, and we'll do the beat by beat by this. We're not going to do the beat by beat of the 2002 TV version, the 2013 remake, or the sequel. The Rage, Carrie, too. Yes. Okay. Um, so, Carrie starts off... Actually, I was completely blown away. First of all, I watched it on Blu-ray, and it looks fantastic in HD. I was actually kind of blown away that a movie that's almost actually over 40 years old looked as good as it does in the HD. The transfer, yeah. Yeah, it really looked vibrant. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I thought the movie actually started off immediately with the shower, the you know, shower room scene. I forgot there was a volleyball. So scene. did I. I totally. I for some reason maybe I just blanked on it. I always remember the credits rolling in the shower, and that's how the movie started. Yeah. It's what I told myself, I guess. So yes, yeah, so there's a volleyball scene where um, they're playing volleyball. And Carrie fucking misses the shot or whatever. Yeah, you can eat shit. Yeah. First of all, before we continue, I just want to point out that I was in high school. I think we all went to high school. And I, there was never anybody in any of my classes where I was treated so much like garbage. I kind of treat Joe like that in private when no one's here. I'm like, you can eat shit, Joe. <laughs> yeah, but we're not in high school. Yeah, no, that's true, and we're not really serious about it because those girls are very, very mean. Yeah, and, and for, like, what reason? Because she's ugly? She's quote-unquote ugly? Yeah, she, like, she carries a Bible. And she's awkward? Yeah, she like, ca- leave does her she alone. carry a Bible? She's, I don't know. She doesn't you know, like, carry a Bible, but... But they call she's... her, like... You know, they know that her she's got a weird, you know, church thing going on with her mom, yeah, you know. they know about it. They yeah. mention it in the movie that, mm-hmm. you know, oh, her mother's this They don't know, then. you know, they do know why she's kind of sheltered like that. So, yeah. yeah, why are they so fucking mean to her? Like, when, with outcasts in school, at least when I was in school, nobody talked to them. That was it. It was ignored. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest toil, yeah, the biggest problem they had is that they were ignored more than anything. We didn't have any of this, like, weird... Uh, like this is beyond bullying what yeah. Carrie got. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, we'll get more into it. So, yeah. um, then we go into the, the scene, the shower scene where right. it's got the classiest music playing and the classiest font for the, that has, that's probably Brian De Palma. Yeah. Doing that. I, I just, when I was watching it, I'm just like, I feel like I'm watching like an art house. Yeah. Indie film. <laughs> <laughs> it's setting an interesting temperature for this movie. Yeah. And, uh, as Trish said, there's lots of bush. Huge there bush. There's Huge, lots of... Huge, untamed bush in its natural state. I mean... There was a lot of full frontal nudity. Yeah, that's what lot. I think that's what I mean is what took me off guard is like just how many nude bodies can we fit into one frame at a time. Yeah. Um, I've seen more. 
<laughs> I, I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there. Carrie, oh. you don't you don't see her anything though, right? Sissy Spacek. No, they don't no, expose. She's naked, but she's like they don't ex- artfully naked. Yeah, oh, they don't expose her nipples. There's, there's, no, yes, they do. There's a close a close up shot of her washing her chest and her breasts. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. There's a lot of close-up shots of her washing everything. All I remember Maybe not is downstairs. Her, yeah, I don't think it's downstairs, first off, because I don't remember any ginger bush. And second off, Jeez. I do remember her discovering the blood in that scene on um, her hand, and it, like you don't really see it running down the leg, and which is like what I was oh, waiting you, for. You see it running down the leg. You just After don't. she removes her. Yeah, it's because you know, her legs are kind of crossed. I was waiting. Yeah, I guess I was waiting for it, you know. And I was like, "How does it actually start, you know, bleeding?" And it's on the hand first in that movie. So yeah, so she uh, gets her fir- gets her first period. She's Surprise. sixteen and a little bit period. of a late bloomer. And uh, she freaks the fuck out because um, she doesn't know what's happening to her. Yeah, yeah, because that's not in the Bible. Her mom didn't teach her. Right, and I, I think. I don't know if they explain it in this movie or if it's in one of the remakes, but, like, her mother was, like, dead set against, like, sex ed. So that's why she never even under- like it's, found out it's what this was movie happening. Because uh, the teachers are talking about, like, well, we can't teach her if the if the mom – we can't go against religious beliefs. That's, like, when she's going into the office with the principal and the teacher. Okay. So, yeah, she, basically her mom didn't teach her nothing. She's got no idea what's going on. She thinks she's dying. Yep. And she freaks out and goes to the like other girls for help because she thinks she's dying. Wailing like yeah. a banshee. Yeah, like screaming at the top of her lungs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And great acting. They realize what's happening and they start throwing tampons and maxi pads and stuff at her. Because like, just plug it up. What's yep. the matter with you? That's you know, they, they don't saying. get it. That's what they keep saying. Plug yeah. it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. And so it's it's extremely cruel. First yes. off, yeah, the, I, women aren't really like that. I would I mean, hope not. I, I've been cruel, but I mean, like, over a, a period, you think most women would have some sort of empathy, even if it happened to you five years ago, ten years ago, fifty years ago. Oh, this poor thing is bleeding. She doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. But no, none of that for nope. Carrie. These, this, this school is overrun by, like, the worst girls on the planet. <laughs> Pure evil. <laughs> yeah. Except the, the gym teacher. The gym yeah. teacher's pretty bad, too. Yeah. She, I mean, uh, she... She abuses a student, Trish. But we can get to yeah, that but, later. But, but she deserved it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, the, so the gym teacher comes in. Yeah, she comes in and, like, stops everybody. and. Hey, know, what's going on over here? You guys are the worst. And tries to help Carrie, and Carrie, like, hugs her and shit. And gets blood all over her, too. I know. That was the, well, that's always the thing I think of when well, I see scenes like that. I think that's what explains the teacher's frustration with her is, like, well, I wanted to, you know, like, it's because you're acting like a spaz. Like, it's just... <laughs> Come on, your blood. Stop getting it all over everybody. Um, so next scene we have is uh, the, the teacher talking to the principal about what had happened and who was involved and so on and so forth. And this scene, and I wasn't sure if it was in this movie, but it is, is the, the principal constantly calling her the wrong name. Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. And uh, they, they, do that, they do that in all of them, I think, in all of them. They did and it I, in the, the new one for sure. Yeah, um... And I think it's there because they want – this is the first scene where you see the first little bit of her her ability. I think they want to show you, too, like not only do the students not really give a shit about her, but like care. the teacher doesn't care, the principal yeah, doesn't really give it. it really does give you a sense of like how invisible she feels, too, to these yeah. people. So you're right. Yeah, you do get a glimpse of her um, – Telekinesis. Yeah, with the ashtray. Yeah. 
Um, she knocks an ashtray off the table, obviously not when he with, calls her not with her hands, because he calls her Cassie like three times. Yeah, and, and in front she, of her, she, she corrects keeps, him. Yeah, too. she keeps correcting. And him. the teacher corrected him. Yeah. So I mean, uh, he had his chance. Yeah, <laughs> he had his chance. He should. He wasn't in the prom scene. I don't think. No. He should have been. He the principal. Been. Yeah, I don't think he was there. I have a lot to say about the prom scene in this one and oh, we'll, in the we'll, last one, we'll but let's <laughs> let's get there about who was present and who wasn't. Let's um, move, move through the story first. Right. So um, it's been determined that the girls are going to be disciplined by the gym teacher, and that Carrie's not going to be in gym class for a while. She's going to have like a, a study hall. Yes, yeah, study hall. She's got her period. She can't go to the gym. Right. That's what I do. <laughs> I have my period. I can't <laughs> run the mile today. <laughs> oh. Oh, it's um, funny for you, but it's true. <clears throat> That's how my so, high school years went. It's like, geez, Trish always has her period. She's never in gym class. Uh, so on, on her way home, Carrie's teased by a young boy. This is a scene that everyone seems to remember for whatever reason. Uh, this little boy who's on a bike who rides past her and is like, creepy Carrie, creepy Carrie. Yeah, and then, <laughs> tosses her off the bike, yeah. tosses him off the bike. Um, fun side note, the, um, pers- the woman who played the teacher was actually the voice of that little boy. Hmm. Ah, so and the little boy when he was filmed didn't have a. Apparently, I didn't watch it. They had a voice over it or something. In, apparently, in the trailer, his actual voice is in there. But then when they did the movie, they had it. I didn't overdubbed. even notice. Yeah, it's um, a dub. Okay. And the little boy is Brian De Palma's nephew. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> Neat. Cameron De Palma, I think his name was. Is I hope. That <laughs> <laughs> was just, I think, a funny little nod to like a Carrie like does have a little bit of a personality because she just kind of like you know knocks him off yeah. and, and like d- does a little like you know not even a smirk like you can just kind of see it and like the way her eyebrows shift you know yeah mischievous there you go um so hmm, I thought that scene isn't there a scene where uh, Carrie's mom goes and talks to Sue's mom isn't that before Carrie meets up with her. That's why I think while Carrie's at school um, and her mom's doing like a door-to-door Bible thing, and she actually goes over to Sue's house with like yeah, a copy I, of the books. I don't. I know. I know the scene exists. I just I don't. See oh, it you on don't her. see it. On yeah. The but anyway, there's a scene. I think I'm almost positive that's the first scene with the mother. I think that is the first time we meet. Yeah. The mom. And she goes to Sue's mother's house um, and talks to her about religion. I think right. She's yeah. Got these God pamphlets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And. Uh, that's where you first get the uh, the idea of the martyr. Now I'm gonna I want to say this about Piper Laurie is that um, first of all she's connected to Twin Peaks. She was that, Twin I, Peaks. I reminded uh, <laughs> Trisha that we were watching it. Yes, I oh. needed the reminder because I did not recognize her until I. Um, As I was watching, I was like, I got to remember to bring that up yeah. in the podcast. So um, Twin Peaks, what up? So I'll say this much: comparing the three movies. Now, I don't remember who played the mother in the TV version in 2002, but I know that Julianne Moore played her in um, the 2013 version. And I have to say this much is that <clears throat> Piper Laurie's version of her is much more tame down than Julianne Moore's portrayal. I oh, prefer yeah. Julianne Moore's. Uh, I think she acts it better. I think the character's written better. I think the whole thing is I, I on just... the mother, I think, is better on julianne moore i disagree i think there needs to be somewhere in the middle maybe because like i think julianne moore is way over the top and then piper laurie is like the tv version you know like the really tamed down version yeah Yeah. i could see um between the two that she's there a middle would be better than either you know 
Um, but yeah, this is the first scene where we see the mother and we get the the idea that she is obsessed with the Bible and religion. And, and, and Sue's mom like, throws her 10 bucks to get the hell out of her house, too. Yeah, I think, right? These are godless times. And she's like, here, I'd like to donate some money and I'll just get the hell out of my yeah. house. Mm-hmm. But it's a much different scene in the 2013 version when they meet. Yeah, because they meet in the in the dry cleaner. In the dry cleaner, yeah. right? Yeah, that that. that and then the, she's like digging her hand into she's like got a fucking a, wound. She's on her got leg. um, what that tool is is a seam snipper, yeah. um, and it's sharp as fuck. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you've ever handled one, but that thing will go right through your finger. Yep. Um, yeah, and it, when I saw that in the new one, it was I. That's one of the scenes where I'm like, man, she's fucked up, <laughs> and like, I like that the uh, laundromat or the cleaners or whatever it is is belongs to them. And then it's on the, the sewing machine, you know, the white uh, textiles. So their background is in sewing, in case you guys didn't get that. <laughs> um, so Carrie goes home, meets up with her mother. Her mother freaks the fuck out because... Carrie got ha- her period. Of what happened at school. She's like, oh, you're a woman now. And, and you, you have sinned. Yeah. And that's where the, that's where the um, Bible verses come in that don't exist. Yeah, basically, she's like telling her, you know, like woman is the uh, woman is the first sin. Intercourse is the a sin. Tell me you have sinned, and like the daughter's like, mom, that's not that's not even real. Yep, it's not in the Bible. Um, so she locks her in a closet, her prayer closet, and uh, <laughs> and tells her to pray for forgiveness. But she hasn't sinned. She keeps screaming, you know, yeah. I haven't sinned, mama. Yep, and then this is also the scene where Carrie looks in the mirror and shatters. The yeah, mirror, which is actually a pretty cool scene for for being in 1976. They did that pretty well. Yeah. yeah, I'd also like to note that in that room she's got the little Jesus sculpture, and does she make his eyes glow, or does it always look like those eyes? I are actually glowing? read that that's not Jesus. Um, I know it looks like he's he's crucified. He's a but crucified man. Okay, it's uh, I can't remember. I didn't write it down. It's like Saint Augustine or something like Some that. Some other no. crucified. That's why saints. that's why there's a bunch of like daggers in his chest and, and stuff. I think they're arrows or arrows. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's somebody else. But I completely get like if I hadn't read that, I would have been like, my why? bad. I would have been like, why does Jesus have so many Je- arrows? <laughs> fans of Jesus, I'm sorry. Um. So yeah. So she shatters the mirror. So then. Um, Sue, who was included in this like ambush of Carrie in the locker room, throwing the, the tampons and everything, feels bad about what they've done. So she convinces her boyfriend Tommy to ask Carrie to the prom, which he does, and she runs no. away. <laughs> or she's, she does she run away? I think she just runs away. No, she straight up runs away in that okay. one. Yeah, and okay. it's it's kind of funny because she's like got her books, you know, and she's so like visibly closed in the way she acts this scene out like you can see her body is like closed in on itself and like you see maybe an inch of her face from under those books when he's trying to talk to her right and she just keeps like evading evading and then turns around and just dips out the library um so then she ends up talking to um mr john the teacher the gym teacher um the gym teacher and she's just like, oh, Tommy asked me out. And she's like, oh, that's great. And she tells her how beautiful she is if she would just do some work to her face, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie thinks it's a trick. Yeah. And then um, then the uh, the gym teacher ends up talking to Sue and Tommy and being like, uh, what are you doing? You know, why are you doing this? If and this it, is a trick. Yeah, if this is a trick, you guys are 
busted already. Yeah. Um, but they they say it's not. They just want to make her feel included. Technically, what they're doing is kind of nice um, because they're not trying to trick her. I, um, watching this one, forgot their motives. <laughs> um, I did not know how vicious the kids were. So I think in the first movie, deliberately, um, their motive is left a little bit unclear to the viewer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll agree. Whereas uh, in the, watch... the 2013 one, mm-hmm. it is not. You know the whole time that they're earnest. Did you watch this one first and then the 2013? Yeah. Yes, okay. 76 and then 13. <clears throat> okay. Um, so I think I left a scene out, so we'll go back to that. Um, the disciplinary scene, which <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. So this is a scene <laughs> where – and I'll t- it's – I'll tell you why in a minute, but this is the scene where uh, the gym teacher confronts all the girls who were involved. Says that they're gonna they're gonna have like a week of detention. I think is what it was that originally that they were gonna be suspended and have their prom tickets revoked. But yeah, then she's just gonna give them a week's detention. Then we meet Chris Harginson, who is the main antagonist, played by Nancy Allen. Fucking beautiful in this movie, I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, but she, uh, she's the like the main antagonist, so she's the one who's like, we didn't do anything wrong, blah, blah, blah. She ends up confronting the gym teacher and almost calling her a bitch, I think is what happened. She comes close. Yeah. yeah. She stops herself, and that's when the gym teacher comes by and just Cracks slaps her. her in the face, which apparently she did for real. Huh. <laughs> and they did it 30 times. Oh, my God. Wow, that's like playing, you know, when you slap box when you're all drunk with your buddy? <laughs> that's you know? Brian De Palma. He yeah. wants the realness. Yeah. Um, well, interesting. Yeah. So she freaks out, and she runs off, and boo-hoo. So she's not going to go to the prom. So she's not going to prom. But the other girls stay. The other girls stay, and they're, they turn on her. They're just yeah. like, shut up. And she's right. like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Um, now, this is a scene that... There's a scene missing, and I can't remember if it's in the book or not, but it's in the 2013 version where her father actually goes to the principal and, like, threatens to sue That's and stuff in the like that. new one. I don't right. think it's in the original. No, I know it's not in the original, but yeah. I can't remember if it's in the book or not. So oh. I don't know if it was just a scene added to the 2013 version or, or, or not, but I think it's in the TV version, too. I think it adds good fluff to her character. You realize what a spoiled little brat she is. Yeah. Um, so... The next scenes, I jumped over scenes. I think the next scene would be when we meet John Travolta. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so this was John Travolta's first film. No, it wasn't. Really? Yeah. This was before nice. Grease. This was when he was doing uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. Man, how do you like... So then this would also be his first, I keep bringing up his name, but his first collaboration with Brian De Palma, because he's been in a couple Brian De Palma movies. Oh, well, too. they must have a, a thing. I liked him in this. I did too. I thought he played a um, bully dude, and he played him fine too. Yeah, he didn't like overdo it. I, they, no. I was just like make Vinny Barbarito a little bit more of a dick or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, Mercado, like. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're driving down the street, and she's Chris's. This is Chris's boyfriend. Yeah, and uh, she's just like bitching and moaning about how horrible her life is because she doesn't get to go to prom. And she hates Carrie. And she hates Carrie. And then that she wants to get back at Carrie and so on and so forth. And then they uh, they end up going to the pig farm. Right. And uh, she's going to kill the pig first, but then she can't do it. So John Travolta does it. 
Her fr- his friend can't do it either, right? Isn't it the friend? Oh, was it the friend? I think yeah, it's his they, friend. I'm getting, I'm getting the movie mixed up. <coughs> no, I, know, they, they, I know in the 2013 one, I think she's originally going to do it, or she does. She they like she hit her. the pig's throat yeah. in the new one. She okay. gets the blood all over in the first and okay. the the new one. But in the original, there's a whole bunch of boys there, and none of them, like none of those jockass dudes, are going to do it. Except for John Travolta. Except for John Travolta, he's like, get out of my way, I'll do it. Right. Which um, to me makes it makes his character evil. Yeah, like, because the other guys are he's they, not, they have that sliver of goodness to them. Yeah. That they can't kill an animal, but he's got no problem doing it. Right. Yeah, but at the same time, it, what it also shows me is that he has a ruthless commitment to Chris. Yeah, because he's got no investment in this Carrie thing at all. No, because like he doesn't even know who she is. That's what I'm saying. Does like, he actually he's... go to the school? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, even... I don't. I always got the idea that he was older than Chris. Well, because yeah, he's like picking right? them up. He's yeah. got the car, you know. Yeah. Um, but then again, they're and he's also got they're the seniors. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, but there's the... that that scene where they uh, yeah the where they're tossing beers up. back and forth and the cops pull up. Uh, oh, yeah. that's a great scene. <laughs> So I mean I mean I'm not not like high school students can't get beer a bit like I always Maybe got the he, feeling that he, he was might like be a little bit older, a few yeah. years older than her. And That's he's not thought, in any yeah. of the actual school scenes until right. the prom, but you can get any date into the prom. So in fact, when she mentions uh, when Chris mentions his name to the gym teacher because she's like, "Who's going to prom with you?" She, she makes her repeat it. She, he, she's like, "Who's that?" So yeah. yeah, I always got the idea that okay, either so either he's older or he goes to a different school. Okay, so right. all right. I get it now. So, so yeah, he's got nothing <clears throat> invested in this. No, except that Chris is except his girlfriend. That Chris is his girlfriend, and she's wound up like she's going nuts on Carrie. And Carrie didn't really do shit to her, but all right. <laughs> so um, what's next? So Carrie. Uh, so um, Tommy asks Carrie to the prom again, and he actually comes to her house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's got to follow up. The girlfriend says that's not good enough. Yeah. Um, so she, she he comes to the house, and she finally accepts that she that she's going to go. She tells her mother. Her mother obviously freaks the fuck out. Um, but Carrie uses her brain power to shush mom at this point. I think the mom is screaming at her, and is she... That, uh, is that in the original, or is that in the... Might be the new one when the mom's cracking herself in the head. No, I think yeah, when they're arguing in the original, Sissy Spacek pushes her down onto the bed. Oh, pushes Carrie. (coughs) No, pushes the mom. Oh, that Carrie pushes her mom onto the bed a couple times. Because isn't that when you get the they're they're all gonna laugh at you? Oh, yeah. I think that I want to say that's a little later. Well, no, that's when she's about to go to prom. Yeah, how does she? When she's wearing the dress. How does she ultimately get them? Convince her to like stay home and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Take the dress off. But anyways, how does she get the mom to like be quiet at this point? I honestly don't know. I don't remember. She gets the mom to shut up and she starts making the dress at home. So that's what's going on over there. Yeah. So, um, man, this is not detailed at all. Synapses. Yeah, like I'm already at the prom. I'm like, no, I'm missing something. Um, so, so, wh- so there is the scene where she has the dress, and the dress is pink, but she comes in and she's like, oh, I should have known it was red. And um, I can't remember the significance of that because it's in all the movies where she's wearing a pink dress, but the mother comes in and says, I should, I knew it was going to be red. Maybe it has to do with the period blood. That's what uh, I, right? I think that's I what she's always alluding to, say, to is that oh, stuff. Oh, nah, this is symbolism at its finest here. That's okay, silk. trash. And that's pink, okay? It's like um, purity, but like with that touched 
it's like blush pink. It's like nipples. It's pussy. It's like, it's literally all things feminine. Um, and that dress is the biggest symbolism for Carrie, I think. Do you know what I mean? That she's like, obviously sensual. She has experiencing that part of herself, becoming a woman. You know what I mean? And then she's also saying like, mama, it's modest. It's mod, which it's not. She also refers to her breasts as dirty pillows. And the, no, mama, they're breasts. Everybody um, has them. And I couldn't remember if that was in the original movie because I know that's in all the other versions. It's in the original. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely in there. And there's also this is a probably good time to point this out. There was a scene that was cut out of the movie. I don't know if it was actually filmed or not, but it was supposed to be filmed. Um, and they actually use it in the Rage. Which is a scene where it's like a flashback scene to where Carrie's a little girl and she meets like the neighbor, the teenage neighbor, and she's in a bikini or whatever. And that's when she's like, she tells the lady that, or the girl that, oh, the breasts are dirty pillows. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And yeah. this and that. It's a scene that they cut out, but then they actually put into the rage Carrie, too. Oh, okay. So dirty pillows <laughs> are, a, are a Carrie thing. Tits. Well, it's it's not Carrie; it's her mom. Yeah, it's her mom. Yeah, I think it's a religious thing because I've heard that before. I don't know. I just think that, um, you know, it's not white because you're not. She's not like bridal. Do you know what I mean? Like we can't give her white for that kind of purity. I don't think we're supposed to be representing that. And red would be like if she were a slut. You know what I mean? So when the the mom comes in there saying like, yeah, it's supposed to be red because you're a slut, <laughs> and she's like, no, it's pink because I'm a woman. You know what I mean? Like a lady. Or something, you know, I don't know. So her mother tells her that, you know, they're all, they're all going to laugh at you. and uh, She's getting real desperate, like, please don't go. <clears throat> right, and she lets her go. This this In this movie, she just lets her go. In the 2013 one, she gets, like, fucking locked in a closet. In the prayer closet. In the yeah. prayer I closet. Think, yeah. Which is an awesome scene. Yeah, and then she, like, welds the door shut <laughs> so yeah. she can't yeah. get out. So can't, Carrie does go more ham in the other one on her mom, so. Yeah, which, again... Well, I'll talk about it. Yeah, we we'll get, get there. We'll get there because um, I like that scene. So, so now we're at the prom. We're at the, we're finally at the scene. Now, the first time I saw this movie, which was right before The Rage came out, because I wanted to see that before I saw The Rage. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're talking almost twenty years ago. First time I saw it, um, I I already knew about the prom scene. I knew it was going to happen, but you get there and you get excited because you're like, "This yes. is it. We're finally going to get there." <laughs> <laughs> um, so Carrie gets there. She is accepted by her peers. She shares a kiss with Tommy. Yeah, um, she's nervous, but I don't think any, nothing goes wrong. The yeah, whole time. Every, everyone's she's accepting really of her. Anxious. Tommy's a great date to her, though. Yeah, you know, but like, the thing is, is that all all the girls that were involved in the opening of the movie know uh, that Tommy's there to like try to get her to be part of the group. So they're going along with it so they can fuck her over. Right. Yes. And, Which is why, like in the first one, if you're <clears throat> unsure whether or not. Um, Sue and Tommy are involved because possibly right now they're setting Carrie up. And although they've said, like, yeah, we want what's best for her, the gym teacher has also insinuated that this is a trap along with Carrie. So I I was still screaming at Joe that they were in on it. And I think they do allude to it in the scene, too, that um, you don't know who's, like, holding the bucket of blood, the rope, you know? Really? Hmm? Oh. Uh, well, enough for me to have believed it. I was screaming about it. I swore <laughs> to God they were involved when I watched the first, the 1976 one. See, now in the 2013 version... Uh, They're not. Well, um... Ah, fuck, what's her name? Sue. 
Sue is actually not even there. She's at home with her parents. She's at home in the 76 one, too. You don't know why. You don't know why she gets up and goes because there's no cell phone. I told you why she gets up and goes, Trish. To check on the boyfriend to see if he really went yeah, through Yeah, to make sure that job. he went and gone and did what she told like him to asshole, do. Like this asshole, I gotta go make sure he took her. Well, then, I'm, Jesus Christ, I'm, I wasn't paying attention last night. Then, uh... She's at home in both the movies, Sue. Well, it, there's more development of that character, then, about why she's at home. The in new, the 2013 in, in the version. new one, there's yeah. a lot more character development on Sue and Tommy. Yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, um, at the same time that Carrie's having a good time at the prom, we see... Um, Chris and John Travolta, whose character's name I don't remember. Um, what is his name? Like Buck? No, Billy. Billy. Is it Billy? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So Billy. So Chris and Billy are um, in the rafters. They're in the rafters getting the pig's blood ready yeah. in a bucket. And uh, so eventually, Carrie and Tommy find out that they are on the uh, ballot for prom king and queen, <laughs> which right. is all doing of the bullies, right? And um, She's, like, nervous about that, and they're like, who, who should we vote for? And he's like, let's vote for ourselves, and eventually they win. In the um, in the 76 one, they go into the cheating that they cheat, the, the bullies cheated. Um, some of the other guys and girls are collecting the ballots, switching them out. What's that one, Norma, with the red hat and the rainbow on it? She's who real... was in Halloween? Yeah, yeah. PJ Souls. <laughs> yeah. She's real shifty in this uh, first one. So, yeah, she was switching out ballots, and um, she threw them on the floor, kicked them under a bush. So in the first one, they say that they cheated to get Carrie on there. Um, In the newest one, I don't think they mentioned it at all, but anyways. Do they not? I think they mentioned doubt, like, oh, my God, how how did that happen? But they don't really talk about it, I don't think. Maybe I just assumed because I already knew that. Knew that they cheated, yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, so... They cheated the votes, and then um, she gets – they get picked. Yep, and they win, and they go up uh, up there, and everyone's having a good time. And then I believe it's Chris that pulls the rope, yes? Because I know in the in the new one it's her, and she makes a big deal yeah, about wanting Chris to because, pull the rope. Because Sue shows up, and they – Brian De Palma, I mean, does the whole – Lead of the rope down to the Dramatic. stairs, underneath the stairs, holding the rope. Mm-hmm. The, in the in the 2013 one, they're in the rafters, but I think in the original they're under. They're the under steps, the stage. Right? That's yeah. true. And um. So they do tell you who pulls the rope. Well, in that moment, right before the rope gets pulled, you see Sue running up. She was just there to check on her boyfriend, right? She's like, "Hey, what the hell is going on?" And then she realizes, "Okay, I see Chris is here. I see Carrie is on the stage. What the hell?" Right, and then she looks up. She sees the bucket, but right as she is putting it all together, that Carrie's going to get the bucket on her. The teacher yanks her from the stage and says, "You're not going to ruin this for Carrie," and throws her out the gym. And then the bucket comes and then down. The bucket comes down, and it's on. And the one of the most iconic horror movie scenes of all time. It happens. is iconic. It absolutely. Is. I, mean, I knew about it before I even saw the movie. Before I even knew what yeah. the fucking movie was. Um, you know, and you hear that all the time. It'll be like, oh, just, you know, dump pig's blood on her the prom or whatever. You'll hear that in other movies. And it's just like, you know what fucking movie they're talking about. Yeah. Um, I think, do you know, you would know because you like the movie. They reference it in Scream. Yep, and I Scream. never, I don't think I saw Carrie before I saw I did Scream. Not. I think I was so. reading on um, IMDb that um, there's a part um, that... Uh, 
Sue is involved with that makes her feel guilty. Uh, one of Sue's like thought sequences that is based off of um, an Annie dream sequence in Friday the 13th. I, I didn't know the validity of that. So. That'd be kind of hard because this one came out like a decade before that. No, the old one, 76. Yeah, that's what I just said. Versus 1980. Okay, four years. Yeah. I, so Friday I, the 13th can reference, a 1980 movie can reference. I don't know. A 1976 that. movie. Anyways, no, that's what, what I the read. Way, the, I, I think I misunderstood you because it sounded like you said that Carrie referenced yeah. Friday the 13th. It, that's influenced, what I was like, what it influenced. That's oh, okay. the word I probably should have used then if I was going to use that what tense. What scene? What are you talking about, though? Um, Maybe I can pull it up. Because I'm kind of curious now. I didn't think of it off the... That was all it said is that like the dream sequence um, from Annie... Oh, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Is refer is the, influenced the, by this? Um, we'll we'll get it's the, you're talking about the very end of the movie. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a minute because yeah. we'll talk about it when we get to the very end. So, pig's blood comes down. Carrie immediately like this is a very interesting scene because a lot of it's done in split screen. And I actually read right. that, read read that Brian De Palma shot a lot more of it in split screen, but didn't like how it turned out, so he changed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know how much of it. I don't know if the entire thing was split screen. Like parts of it I liked, but other parts I was just like, that's not really necessary to be in split screen. But um, so yeah, like all hell starts breaking loose. Although I'll say this, maybe back in 1976, this was a lot more terrifying. There's certain things in this scene that are kind of stupid. I actually thought I remembered it being more violent and bloody for some reason, but it yeah, it's still good. I just don't remember. But the, the hose, I was just like, this is yeah. funny. This is just so, goofy. It's like, it's like a I have a question. Wiggle. So do you think in that scene, right, when they show the split screen, that the gym teacher is actually laughing at her or that's Carrie just being I think that's like, Carrie, blind with rage? I think that's Carrie being blind right? with Cause rage. Right? I, because I, in the uh, 2013 version, she's not laughing at her. And she also doesn't die in the 2013 no. Right, she puts version. her on the podium. In 2013, yeah. I like a lot of when Carrie shows empathy at the people but, that don't deserve it versus in 76, she don't give no fucks. See, I kind of liked it this, in 76 better because now at this point, once the pig's blood falls on her, it's the almost, line's been drawn. It's, yeah. it's like, it's, it's signifying that dam's broken, that nobody gives a shit about her. Yeah. And she, that's her boiling point. And I like the fact that the teacher dies. Yeah. I think it's more closure. It's also more, um, I think the, um, the principal should have been in that scene, though, too. Apparently, yes. he is. is Do he? we not remember this? Maybe yeah, he's, he's electrocuted, like a... so he laughed that's too. That's not the principal. That's... That's... The principal's electrocuted. That's what it says. But maybe I missed. Maybe okay, we're I totally forgot, wrong. I, for, I forgot one of the scenes in the movie where they, um, the uh, Tommy reads the poem in, in class. And oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene, <laughs> the teacher in that scene is actually one of the actors from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, okay. The English teacher. And that's who I thought was actually the one who got electrified, electrocuted, but maybe it was the principal. Okay, yeah. kind of look similar. Those so, yeah, there's the, cool. the fat English teacher and the fat principal. It's one of those two fat old guys. Yeah. So maybe it was the principal, and if it was, good. Those he, he, he's the one who deserved it, yeah. Although, he, although the teacher kind of makes fun of her, too. The English teacher, yeah, because yeah. he's like, oh, so beautiful. He but, makes fun of both of them, though. He kind of makes fun of Tommy and Carrie. This entire school is just full of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Like, I don't it, know if it should be Bates High School. It should be asshole High School. Well, maybe that's why it is Bates. Like, everything here is, like, you know, a little bit psycho. Um, I see what you did there. Yeah. 
But um, I did. So everyone starts getting like trampled to death or blown off, blown away by the fucking hose, and yeah, killed left and right. Fire starts. Principal or English teacher get electrocuted. Um, yeah, so Carrie does all of this with her fucking wide open eyes, which I thought was a nice little touch. That's just I to signify how angry she the is. The way yeah. that Sissy SpaceX, um, her posture once the blood is on her for the rest of the movie until she cleans it off is so, like, bone-chilling. She's, like, the way that she's standing is literally like, I'm covered in blood. I don't even want to be touching myself. Yeah. Like, her arms are off her body. <coughs> she's, like, her legs aren't touching. The dress is, like, clinging to her, but you can tell she's, like, trying to squirm Oh, it's just... And you know, it's interesting. One of the complaints I read about the 2013 version was that uh, Carrie does this. Like, she'll put her hand out when she's, like, trying to use her telekinetic powers. But in the original version, she's not. No, she's no, got she her arms in her uses her head and, and, like, to move stuff, right? And her eyes. And yeah, that. so I, I actually kind of like that better. Because, yeah. I mean, if somebody really had telekinetic powers like that to that ability, I really doubt you'd have to, like, fucking use your hand like you're using the Force or something. Yeah, well, right? I think in, in all the movies they describe that she doesn't know what the hell she's got. So, I mean, right, but maybe she's just copying what she saw on the computer <clears throat> or the book. That's actually a good point. In the 2013 one, she they, looks it up on the scene, internet. Yeah, she yeah. watches that video where the guy's turning. The and in the older one, she's at the library looking it up in a book. So I mean, maybe she's just whatever doing what she saw because yeah. she's looking up miracles like she doesn't even know. Well, I mean, yeah, even in the 2013, and I think the 2002. Yeah, she does. She honestly doesn't know what's wrong with her. Just like she didn't know what the period was. She didn't know shit. Yeah. So uh, she leaves the the school on fire, and then there's the scene. Where Chris and uh, Billy get killed, and I hate the scene in the 1976 version because they deserved something really horrible to happen, which they did. I mean, the car flipped over and it blew up. Yeah. But, but torture was not. It wasn't. It should have been more torturous, especially after what happened. What just happened in yeah. the prom scene? They seemed to get a like quick release. You know what I mean? They didn't burn to death. They no, didn't get they, electrocuted. And they they just, ran out probably died on impact and the car flipped and burst into flames and that was it and in the 2013 version uh the, char- <laughs> the character actually says uh once we pull the rope we have to get out of here and they don't really mention that in the 76 version in fact they kind of stick around to see what happens yeah <clears throat> um because I think in the 2013 version, they're like, this is a felony. I'm like, How that I never understood that in the 2013 version. <laughs> this is a felony assault, they're saying. Yeah, like, I don't know. Are you? Do you plan on hitting her or something? <laughs> I don't know if that would really be considered a felony, but... <laughs> if you hit her. Well, yeah, but just... Oh, and I also, we should point this out. To, uh, Tommy gets hit, Like, the bucket falls in Tommy's head. It's comical. And kills him. No. Yes, it does. No. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It kills him in every version of the movie, and it I kills him in the book. I was wondering in the new one. Why is in the in the original one? He's got so much hair. I really don't know what it killed. <laughs> right? He's got that like that sunshine afro going but I'm on. Just that like, blonde. I'm like a bucket falling. I mean, I understand it was a metal bucket, but I really don't think that would have killed somebody. No, I didn't I know it killed him. It. Yeah. I thought in the first one. She was just being ruthless and didn't care that he was unconscious. I thought in the second one, she was just crying because she's hysterical. But I guess she's crying because she's realizing he's no longer alive. <laughs> just and then in the in the original version, they have they make sure that they have that overhead <laughs> shot where the buckets lined up with Carrie and not Tommy. 
so hot. So if the bucket had fallen, I really don't think it would have hit Tommy. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it must have been swinging or something. But yeah. anyways, the, the fall, the hit in the fall was comical until I knew he was dead. So stupid. But it is a stupid <laughs> little, like, thunk, and he just, like, drops like a bag of bricks. Yeah. So after she does this, after she kills Chris and Billy in the car. It's time to go home. Time to go home. Her mother is not there, so she decides to take a bath, wash off all the blood, all that stuff. Which is an excruciating scene of uh, her like getting the blood off her face like yeah. she's brushing it out of her eyebrows and stuff oh god um and then her mother shows up and pretends like she cares about her and hugs her and like then, oh my god i knew uh, it was gonna happen because i guess she was yeah. watching when you know like she was getting blood co- you know off her and shit yep and then uh she's like uh we're gonna pray together and she holds her and then stabs her in the back yeah literally stabs her in the back <laughs> Uh, There's Car- not much symbolism in this scene. No. Stabs her right <laughs> in the back. One uh, object. Carrie falls down the stairs. Um, and then... I don't even remember what happens after that. Uh, no, she starts saying, Mama, stop! Mama, stop! And, like, actually trying to stop the mom from coming at her because the mom's going... You know, coming at her all comical with the knife holding it above her head. Um, And I think when she lunges for Carrie is when Carrie officially does the... She just... No... Uh, the mom just like runs through the house remember because Carrie's injured and so like the mom's like chasing her until they finally get to the kitchen right mm-hmm. and then she starts throwing all that's the right. objects at her that's yeah. right and she pins her to the wall with like knives and scissors and stuff yeah because like the mom's lost her mind but in a totally other way than Carrie did yeah, yeah because now she's saying like I should have killed you um, when you were born yeah and then she eventually kills her and then she realizes what she's done she wants her mother to not be dead or whatever like actually unpins her from the wall and shit but then she loses control of her powers and the house crumbles and burns down right which is done better in the 2013 movie as well the end sequence I guess so now that we're at the end let's talk about what the actual end in the book is you're gonna love this okay let's hear um after she kills Chris and Billy in the in the car she um collapses in a field and then Sue comes over, and she's just like, oh, my God, are you okay? And blah, blah, blah. And then she dies at the end. So Sue witnesses her death in the book. <laughs> that's pretty That's really how it ends in the book? <laughs> that's, that's I never read the book, so. So in the book, Sue survives Stephen King had some sure. problems wrapping it up, it sounds. It's like, oh, fuck it. She's dead. The end. She just dies in a field. <laughs> so in the book... We know that Sue's dead for sure. In the first movie, do we know that Sue no. dies? No. Sue is the only survivor. Yeah, Sue doesn't die in the movie. In the first one? Do you not remember She's, the iconic ending of Carrie? She, okay, here, we'll get here. How here. does she get out? The, she was... I don't know. You she was, said how she gets out, Oh, she out, was Trish. shoved out, and she was never in danger to begin with. You're right, the teacher <laughs> shoved her out. So, at the very end, we have the dream sequence, which is referenced in Friday the 13th. This scene where she goes back to where the house was and there's like a, a graves, like a cross for Carrie. Yeah. There, um, that says something like Carrie Burns in Hell or something like that. Um, <clears throat> she goes to like lay down flowers and then Carrie's a hand. Yeah. Reach up and grab yeah, her. Which, was, the which dirt, was actually yeah. Sissy Spacek. That was, was actually it? her yeah. <laughs> All covered in freckles and pale. Yeah. Um, she freaks out and then she wakes up and she has like, she's crying and her mother's holding her. That scene is what's referenced in Friday the 13th because the end of Friday the 13th is just like that. It's a dream sequence where she's okay. pulled yeah. out of the lake and... Pulled up by an right. arm, yeah. This was something that had never been done in horror films up See, until See, I was wondering point. that if there if this was the first movie to do that. So what I read and didn't understand <laughs> and you guys deciphered for me is that, yes, Carrie did it first. 
Yes, Carrie was the first time that a movie did this, so people like were actually shocked when something this when so this happened. I'm so glad I have you guys because I didn't <laughs> understand what the website was trying to tell me at all. Uh, yeah, and when Friday the Thirteenth did it, I mean, it wasn't something that was commonplace yet for horror films to have that one last jump scare. I get it. So yes, Carrie was the first one, and that is the end of the movie. We did it. <laughs> so, thoughts. I like the second one a lot better, and I'm gonna. Yeah, blasphemy! I can (laughs) hear it all day going on. People are probably like, "No originals!" Oh my god! But I think the ending too, like we were just talking about the ending of the other one, the ending um, I like better in the 2013 one. Um, Do you know that there's an alternate? ending for the 2013 version and did you watch it no i do not know i read i all i did i lazily was just like i i read the it's 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 terrible and it's stupid the alternate ending yes yeah who cares to give it to me so that i i I, I will tell you okay so you remember the original ending for the original movie where carrie's hand comes up out of the ground and grabs yeah the alternate ending to the 2013 version. So in the 2013 version, there's a subplot going on where Sue is pregnant. Yes. And that's is in Which the Which they bl- reference only a little bit in the actual movie, right? In the 76 version? No, in the 2013 Oh, one. no, they, they have the she scene where she... She tells you it's a girl. I know Carrie tells her it's a girl. Well, there's but... that scene where she runs off and throws up, which is like the cliched version of way, of how See, you know somebody's okay. pregnant. I didn't, I didn't catch that. I actually thought, we thought watching it, that she smelled the, the pig's blood. blood. And that made her sick. Like she was, was in the gym. There. She was and in the like, gym hanging that stuff. Smell? You know what I mean. And like but all of a sudden, I, I don't know if she was thinking about Carrie and felt guilty. Did she smell it? Did she see it? But whatever. Now I get it. Yeah, she was pregnant. Um, which is in the book, and I don't know why it wasn't in the '76 version, but whatever. Because probably because it's really not that important story. But Maybe it's part of why Carrie spared her. Could be. Stephen King has a lot of. Detail Unnecessary details. So the original ver- the original 2013 ending was basically just showing her gravestone and then it cracks, I think. And right. The yeah. hand doesn't come out of the ground or anything. No. Right. Just yeah. the, it's just the tombstone, tombstone cracks. And it cracks. The, like the mirror. The did. alternate version is Sue's giving birth and then Carrie's hand comes out of her. Right. Hoo-ha. Yeah. Wow. And that's how it ends. That's no, really doesn't st- she wake up or something? Maybe. I don't I remember. It, I just remember if that If I remember part. Her, she wakes up in the hospital and Carrie's holding like her baby or her unborn baby or something. That I don't remember. I've I only don't... seen it once, but I just remember that because I was just like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I'm so glad. And well, that I like is dumb. Sue coming back to the house in the 2013 one. I like that in the 2013 one, she came to the house, she talked with Carrie, and Carrie told her, get out of here. It's a girl, whatever. You... It leads into it goes back into that like Sue's a better developed character in the other one, um, and she is in the 2013 version. She is definitely more it closes developed. a lot of like whatever loophole might have been there from you being ignorant or like me being ignorant. I I could have sworn she. Was. I actually think most of the characters are better developed in the 2013 version. Yeah, well, like I already said, I like the mom better in that one. I think she's crazier. She hurts herself a lot in the 2013 one, and the daughter you can see. Um, Carrie in that one is stopping her. Like, she stops her from hitting herself. She stops her from banging her head against the wall. I'll tell you this. Before we did this movie, when Trish was like, we're going to do Carrie, and I was just like, because I I didn't, I used to really dislike this movie a lot. I, I don't know what it was. I just didn't like it. After watching it last night for the first time in, like, a long time, I actually enjoyed it a lot more this time around. 
Um, definitely not my favorite Stephen King movie, um, but not bad either. Because I actually used to say the 2013 version was the one that I liked, but now I'm kind of like I don't really like the 2013 version that much. I think it was very honest to the 76 one. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's almost, script wise, it's almost identical. I know because when I was watching the one last night, I'm like, oh my god, the dialogue is verbatim. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of it is like just the straight only lifted. thing they they changed a couple spots, like we said, for computers and cell phones, which actually made things make more sense for me as to why Carrie was so traumatized about that event. They're you know like they've got videos of the tampon scene yeah. in the new movie. They're playing it on a big screen at the prom, and you're like, oh my god, that's mortified. Which is actually ripped off from the Rage carry too. Well, I which mean, we'll talk about. We'll talk about that movie in a moment. Conceptually, so. <laughs> I I mean I don't know where they took it from. Bullies are bullies I, are I love, bullies, but I love it's how savage. A remake, a remake was ripping off the its actual own, sequel. Yeah, its own original <laughs> sequel. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think I like that better in this one, and I think the the whole prom scene is more violent and cruel. Actually, I think it's. That movie, when it first came out, people were just like, is it going to be PG-13 or R? Because there's so many fucking horror movies nowadays that are PG-13. And yeah. I, I kept telling people, I'm like, there's no way it's going to be PG-13. You can't have somebody covered in blood for half the movie and have it be PG-13. No. <laughs> and, of course, it wasn't. And if you watch the trailers for the remake, it, um, the blood's actually brown. Because they, oh. couldn't, they couldn't put can't that in the trailers. Yeah. yeah. I like um, the blood in the 2013 one in the end it looks like dried black like nasty like pig's blood that's been in a bucket for two days and like and the way that it clumps when it hits uh chloe you know that's a great scene too though i don't know i can't remember well the filmed name. it really is the woman um yeah, i can't remember her name kimberly pierce yeah, yeah. There you go. she actually made like i told you she made boys don't cry I don't yeah know me and joe were talking about it yeah. yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah. swank yeah Huh. That was her first movie that she ever made. Huh. And then she made Carrie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think she's really made a movie impressed since with Carrie. The new one, so. And I, I didn't That's know sad. what to expect. Yeah. Um, but it's a great scene. And then, like, straight through to the when she comes back and the whole scene with the mom in the closet isn't in the first one. I don't know what it is, but, like, everything seems to be over the top in the 2016 version. Well, that's the way I like it. <laughs> well, then you should watch that movie with Stallone called Over the Top. No. That's a good movie. <laughs> Oh my god! If Do you Joe's know what it's about? Me, no, it's about. Uh, it, uh, I hope I get this right. So that's just Stallone plays. Is he an arm wrestler? No, he's a truck driver who. Oh right, he's a truck wrestles. driver who arm wrestles. <laughs> he's a professional and they win arm like wrestler? his son's respect or something like that. Back, he participates in some tournament. Yeah, pretty much. I'd yeah. <laughs> all right. So stupid. It's a horror movie all on its Can own. Can we do way. that one next? <laughs> Not no. a horror movie. Um, yeah. So let's let's. Uh, Let's jump ahead a little bit. So, Carrie came out in 76. Then in 1998, for some reason, MGM decided to make a sequel called The Rage, Carrie 2. Um, I can't imagine it when people are clamoring. For I don't, I don't, you know, I was 14 when that movie came out. I was just getting into horror movies. I did see this movie in the theater. Really? Yes. Because um, I was just like, I need to go see horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're talking 20... 22 years after <coughs> I'm dying. Um, yeah, 22. Decided that's 76, 99. Right, yeah, yeah 22, so 22 23. years after. Um, so Amy Irving, who played Sue Snell, comes back in this movie. Right, she's the, the yeah. She's like guidance a, uh, counselor. a guidance counselor. Yep. And Mina Suvari's in this movie. 
Is she really? Yeah. I don't um, even remember me and this. So basically the storyline is uh, there's a character named Rachel. Rachel is technically the half-sister of Carrie. Um, they both share the same father. Oh. Yeah. Um, and Rachel has the same abilities, and um, it's kind of almost exactly the same movie. I mean, they're like her friend, Nina Suvari, like kills herself. Uh, there's a subplot of instead of it being mean girls, it's more like mean guys. Um, yeah, it's like a football team, and they they have a score book. So anytime they like make it with a chick, they get a certain point system, oh. and that's why Mina Suvari kills herself because she thinks that she's in love with this guy, but he's actually like just, rating her. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> that's basically the whole plot. But I mean, yeah, and instead of a prom, it's a party. Yeah, right. That she yeah. torches and goes crazy on that. That is better than both the prom scenes. And really? Yeah, maybe we will have to see it's it very just for the massacre. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's violent. Someone gets his nuts shot off with a harpoon nice. gun. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, girl gets, like, fucking blinded when uh, she blows up her glasses and her yeah. eyes. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, there there are some really, like, uh, inventive deaths in, in this scene. Graphic. And, and they're yeah. graphic, yeah. And I that I actually like that scene a lot better than any of the other prom scenes. Uh, but it's almost exact. I mean, in in theory, it's almost exactly the, the same movie because it's about an outcast girl who gets made fun of and has telekinetic powers, and then they fucking like lie to her to make her think she's part of the group, and then humiliate betray her, her. and yeah. then she kills everybody. Well, <laughs> you know, and not then, many people saw it. And then Amy Irving, who played Sue, she dies in this movie, harpoon to the fucking head. Gets shot through one guy's head, goes through the door, and oh. goes through her head. That's actually pretty cool. Well, you know the rules. You can't live through more than a couple movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, For some reason, that's like you describing it is sounding very Final Destination to me. Yeah. You know, with the impales and the shattering glass in the eyes. And I think they actually asked Sissy Spacek to return, um, like for like flashback scenes or something. She declined, but she did approve her likeness to appear in the movie. So. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so they could reference Carrie. Yeah, because there's 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 like sh- flashbacks to the shower scene in the opening of the yeah. first movie. Yeah, maybe if like they that. had any other footage or something. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the rage. Wasn't anything. It was special. not all the rage. When it, came out. <laughs> it wasn't anything special. I do remember when I went and saw the theater. They like made a big deal about me going to the theater because I was fourteen and it was an R-rated movie. Ooh. <laughs> I remember they were like, "Let me see your tickets." No, whatever, fuck it. There's no one else here. Go ahead. Um, so then a couple of years later, they did the 2002 TV movie, right. which was supposed to serve as a pilot for a TV series for Carrie. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, it was supposed to serve as a pilot for a movie where she was supposed to be like on the run from the government or some shit. And Okay. I was going to say, like, I wonder what it would be about, her running. Yeah. Because um, she's in trouble. Yeah. It was, they were making it because The Dead Zone had just come out as a TV show, and it was like successful, and it was another Stephen King book. So they yeah, wanted yeah. to push the... But Carrie is not the first fucking Stephen King story I would go to for a TV show. It seems Especially one about a fugitive final. runaway. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of final. Why you know? are you... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why are you writing her a... Story after this, when you have so many. Okay, you're Stephen King. You finish a story every thirty oh, minutes. He, has, he had nothing to do. With it's that. not up to him which ones they the option or not. No, but like, okay, say you're looking at Stephen King's scripts. He's got one like books. And he's got scripts out there too. Whatever. He's got all these stories, short stories. 
It's like that Family Guy thing where it's like, I'm Stephen King, and he does like a somersault, and he's like, here's a new story. He's got so many of them. Why would they pick Harry? Because that one. I can't even think of a Stephen King's like book that could continue on. No, they're all pretty final. Yeah. They all end in uh, some type of field where people die. <laughs> he just gets to the end. And he's like, oh, they fall into a field and die. They're all dead. Everyone's <laughs> the over. End. The end. Um. So yeah, that was supposed to serve as a as a pilot. I have only seen the movie twice. It's a three hour movie. It is incredibly long. Yeah, yeah. it's. I, I remember watching it both times and not liking it. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I've only that. seen it once, I think, and I I don't remember much about it, so it couldn't. It wasn't that good, obviously. And what's yeah. sad is I just watched this maybe last year and I fucking don't remember anything about <laughs> it. I don't know. I'm looking. Well, at see, the, none of this I sounds was like. At the images of carry the, you know like the, the images from that movie and I, yeah, I don't recognize this sounds like I like seen it. so you fake the death and sue sue sneaks her out of town this is just a whole added extra part where it's like you guys took the story and then bastardized see it. that's so, another thing is i don't remember the end of the movie at all that's what this says yeah that sue but apparently I'm, sneaks carry out of town yeah even so though they're never clear what town what state are they supposed to be in in any of the movies where's they don't say, right? Bates high school i always just assumed it was either in california or it was in the midwest i assumed it was california yeah. for some reason i think it's, it's pj souls with the hat and all that just makes me think it's california which she was great in the movie she was only supposed to be in the movie in one scene and the and brian de palma like really liked her and ended up putting her in a whole bunch of scenes so she is good in <clears throat> yeah. it for I, what she does yeah, yeah. Uh, Norma? Yeah. Yeah. And, haha, her name's Norma, which is... Norma. Bates. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. I just realized it. <laughs> I get it. They're, they're throwing winks and nudges all over the place. Uh, so then... I hated her in that movie. Not hated her, then I didn't like the no, yeah, actress. The character was despicable. I wanted to crack her. <laughs> Every time she was on the screen, I was like, let me at that bitch. So then we had the 2013 remake, which... Trish um, loves. Which Trish loves. I used to love, but I, see, look what you did, Trish. You made me watch the original, and now I like the original more. I have that effect on Steve. <laughs> I Apparently, anything decent. I like, he's got to change. That's absolutely not true. Yeah. I thought know, it was... We all liked The Fly. Yeah, that's true. The only problem I had the same with you is, like, I don't know, Chloe Grace Moritz is not... Uh, what, who I would have picked, either. Yeah, we she's all agree too, on she's this. Too she's too pretty. Too pretty. Yeah. She's yeah. the right age, though, and she... Yeah. Has the the look of an adolescent, which yeah. Sissy Spacek was missing. So, I well, mean, when they were first thinking about doing this, they thought Lindsay Lohan no. should be Carrie. Oh my well, god, she would have fit the ugly bill. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> and this was in 2012, and... though. So, like, this was still when Lindsay Lohan was in her "I think she's okay" phase, right? No, this was way after that. Uh, Lindsay Lohan yeah. had. Yeah, been dragged underwater for a mile by now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She, she's been on a train wreck, poor thing. <laughs> just... but yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, I think she's too, like, pretty for a high to be the high school it's outcast girl to... in the and movie. And all they did was, like, mess up her hair. Oh, that makes her ugly? Like, why didn't they put, right. like, some bags under her eyes or, like, why make her paler? Or... Why didn't they just cast somebody who wasn't that pretty? Yeah. Like there's, there there <laughs> are there are somewhat that, ugly people. I'm not, supposed, I'm not gonna uh, yeah. say that Carrie is supposed to be ugly. I think homely is the good word for it because well, actually SpaceX, she's supposed to be she's supposed to be fat and have really bad acne. Wow. And yeah. The books the book yeah. gives it that. But anyways, Sissy Spacek though, I feel like, um, it's like non traditional beauty. 
She's not ugly. I don't think Sissy Spacek is attractive at all. I think she's beautiful. No, no offense to anybody who thinks that, but I you just know, do I not think like find she's her porcelain. Like she's got like that beautiful hair and skin, and like I, I think she's just non-traditional. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at Joe's reaction. <laughs> no, Sissy Spacek was the right pick for Carrie. She fits the bill perfectly. Yeah. I think so, she's like a, like a human ghost. Do you know that Brian De Palma and George Lucas had dual uh, auditions for? Carrie and Star Wars at the same time. Just really? So they just send each other back and forth to the rooms, the actresses yeah. and stuff. And there was there was a rumor for a long time that Carrie Fisher was actually cast as Carrie, but she wouldn't do nudity, so they cast Sissy Spacek instead. I find that hard to believe that Carrie Fisher had a problem doing nudity. That's exactly what she said. She's, <laughs> she's like, she's like, I love being naked. I, was saying, I find that hard <laughs> so to believe I, that Carrie I, Fisher. So no, if they would have asked me, I would have done it. Carrie Fisher was beautiful. Like that would have oh, been yes. the wrong choice. No, she would have been too pretty. Was this at, no? It was this was right before Star Wars? I was going to say so so, she, she would have been like eighteen ish. So seventeen, eighteen. Did Carrie come out before or after Star Wars? It came out the year before. You it know the Tommy. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't have worked because then you have a, then, and then you're going to put her as Princess Leia. No, uh, supposedly this rumor was that Sissy Spacek was going to be. Well, she was going to be Princess, Princess Leia. Leia? Interesting. And that, I would have been like, no, no. They probably would have made one movie right. then only. <laughs> or they would have dark knighted her where they take Katie Holmes out and put... Uh, <laughs> been like, we should have had uh, Carrie Fisher in here. Yeah, put Maggie Gyllenhaal in <laughs> instead like they did there, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, what, but that, that rumor was not true. So, But they did have dual uh, auditioning, so I don't know. I, I think... I want to say Carrie Fisher did audition for Carrie, but... Well, Melanie Griffin did for sure. I yeah, know that. Yeah, I saw that. Which was... would have been a weird Carrie. <laughs> There, like, were, there were a lot of people. I never write them down because I don't know if it's actually all that interesting, but like there were a lot of people that auditioned for it. and um, Obviously didn't get the spot. Right. Wah, wah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, see, I don't know a lot about Brian De Palma, what he's done. Like, I looked him up. I didn't realize he directed Mission Impossible. Like, well, he directed one of the best movies of all time. Over here. You know, and you can both roll your eyes, Mission but he directed Impossible? Scarface. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So... I don't. Here's, he here's he's he's like David Cronenberg, mm-hmm. kind of in a way where he started with kind of like horror movies, and like thriller, and then moved on to do other stuff. You I, know, I like Scarface. I think the movie's insanely too long, um, but I enjoy it for what it is. I'll I never put it down. Plus, I love Al Pacino. Stupid. Oh yeah, it's a great movie. It's stupid. You're crazy. So yeah, Brian De Palma did like Dress to Kill and and blow out a bunch of eighties stuff. Dress to Kill is really good, but I don't know any of those. No one saw them when they came out either, so don't worry about it, Trish. Oh, okay. He hasn't had. He's made a lot of movies. I don't think they've exactly been successful, except for the Mission Impossible ones. Which no, he just did the first one. The first, okay, yeah, yeah that was like, successful though. Yeah, I just I I didn't realize that because when I hear Brian De Palma, I hear classy. Like, I think it's just the name that makes you think that, yeah. that the Palma <laughs> makes you think like class, and then you go through his like filmography and like, oh, it's not as classy as I thought. <laughs> um, Roger Ebert loved this movie. Apparently, he called it absolutely spellbinding horror movie. Well, Roger Ebert was one of the only uh, reviewers at the time, right? That gave actual credence to horror movies, no, he actual hated movies. No, movies. yeah, he hated horror. Movies. See, I thought he liked. Maybe see, based on reviews, like I would have thought he liked them. He liked Halloween, but he hated 
Maybe that's what general. made me think he liked horror movies, was seeing that he gave that yeah. like a good review and Carrie a good review. Him and Gene Siskel, they both hated horror movies. <laughs> that's why when uh, Devil's Rejects came out and I saw that Ebert gave it like a rave review, I'm like, well, what? <laughs> he, <laughs> like, I'm like, a Rob Zombie movie of got all, two thumbs that's up. That's what I'm saying. Of all the <laughs> horror, too, a Rob Zombie one? Okay. Um, Quentin Tarantino says that this is one of his favorite films of all time. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Blood, you know, that's his thing. It's in all kinds of top film lists. I think Carrie is the story um, and the symbolism, like, just, you know, like how you said, like, people who haven't even seen this movie with, like, her period, the pig's blood, the prom. I think a lot of, I think it makes a list, too, because it does do a lot of firsts, right? It Besides, just the, I can't imagine the, besides a lot just of, the ending. I can't imagine a lot of movies in the seventies playing around with women's menstruation. Okay, Trish. Well, I don't know. Give me another. I can't think of one. I think the blood plays a pretty crucial plot point in this one. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. So in nineteen eighty eight, there was a Broadway musical of Carrie. That's um, interesting. That starred Betty Buckley, who played the gym teacher. Um, nice. It closed after sixteen previews and five performances so it only was only performed 21 times okay that's good but Um, then they 21 too many but then they did another off-broadway musical in 2006 how did that one do any better better um 24 performances yeah (laughs) Uh, i don't know it doesn't say whatever but i I was uh, (laughs) that's interesting i wonder and um, apparently there was a new orleans production carrie's facts of life did you see this which is a hybrid of carrie and the Facts of Life sitcom, okay, which is an odd blend. I can't imagine there was many performances. It doesn't say how many performances they, they had of that. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> and Carrie has been released on VHS and Laserdisc. Laserdisc? Uh, and DVD in 1998, and a special edition in 2001. And it was released on Blu-ray... Oh, see, now I'm looking at this. Just one more. I do remember this. When I, when I saw it on DVD, like Blockbuster, when I rented it, they did put John Travolta's name right up there with Sissy Spacek. Actually, if... Because that was in the DVD release. The DVD yeah, it's right part, on yeah, there. Is, uh, even though he's in it for like 25 minutes, a half hour that, at the most. No, I don't even think he's in it at that. He's in those two scenes. The scene where yeah, he's, he put the pig's blood... The three scenes. When he kills the pig. When he kills the pig's... His introduction scene in the car. And then at and the then prom, At right? the prom. Yeah. And then I guess technically that quick shot of him in the car right when, before he before dies. Before he flips. Right. And even in the 2013 one... Um, he's more prominent in the 2013 one, I think. The character. Not even that much more, but... Yes, the character is more prevalent, and he still dies quick in that car crash. And Which... um, Chris lives longer than um, he does in the car crash in the 2013 one, too. So I do want to go back. So did you remember in, in the 2013 one, you said, oh, you know, it could be a felony. Then he says that they have to skip town. Yeah. Like, I was like, dude. You guys are way overthinking this. Like, You're just humiliating You don't have to skip like... town. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you skip town if you killed her. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you have planned for her exactly? Yeah. Well, maybe the penalty for killing a pig in that town is pretty severe they, they did steal and kill a pig okay well i think that's pretty much it do we want to do our ratings of the movie sure that's fine i'll start then okay <laughs> i would probably give the 1976 one three 
out of four because 19 it is dated a little bit and each time you do watch the prom scene it does get a little more dated each time you see it and yeah. less sinister yeah and i'd probably give the remake like two stars it's good it's faithful enough but the cast should have they should have worked a little bit better at the casting i will give them both three out of four god damn i like <laughs> i like this movie i think it's the story is pretty solid you know, there's not a lot of loopholes in this. There's not a lot of mystery. It's A, B, all the way to Z at the end. You know, carries telekinetic, whatever. And um, there's not, like, a lot for interpretation. So story-wise, Carrie's got a good story. The second one I technically like better than the first one for all those reasons I discussed when they, um, the ending, basically, like the prom ending and the ending at home. And um, I also liked Tommy better. Um, this Ansel Elgort, um, his character is, his yeah, acting better. is better than the well, whoever that blonde kid was, uh, William Cat, which was Tommy in '76. You say know. that like nobody knows who that is. I don't. I don't know who he is. <laughs> I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget because I wanted to say although he had that hair, he didn't have much else going on for for me, anyways. Okay, I give the original two and a half out of four. Because okay. it was good, but it's not the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly don't really give a shit about the story. <laughs> like, it doesn't really do much for me. I think it's a pretty basic story. Um, I'm going to rate the other ones, too, that we talked about. Since you've seen them, go ahead. Um, I'm going to give The Rage the same rating. Two and a half? Yeah, because I do enjoy the movie. It's stupid, but I enjoy it. And it's kind of a guilty pleasure, because I saw it when I was younger, so it's kind of nostalgic. Um... I'm going to give the TV version. Uh, he's, he's choking. He doesn't want to say zero, but he wants to say zero. I'm going to, no. <laughs> no. I'll give it half a star. <laughs> it was between half and one. No, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Like, I was like, does it deserve a full star? How about three quarters? <laughs> um, it's been a while, so I can't really say whether or not. But if it's. If I watched it last year and I don't remember anything about it, obviously it's not a good movie. Exactly, like, yeah. <laughs> so half a star. And then the 2013 version I'll give um, two and a half also. Two and a half all the way around yeah. except for, except for uh, the TV version. TV version. Right. And TV versions are so like watered down anyways. I can't imagine that whatever it could have had to offer would be more than one star. Well, I'm sure we could find Carrie the Musical somewhere on YouTube and oh, actually, you know, go ahead and rate actually, that. every time I'm at a comic book convention, someone has a bootleg like uh, DVD of it. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. And Next I, time in a way, go, that's awesome. you get that I shit. I always want to pick it up. I will like, reimburse hey. you. <laughs> All right, I will. <laughs> if I'm not um, in town for CTV2 this year because that's what my plans are. No. You better go. I'll probably be there. Me and Joe are planning Vegas, but I want C2E2, and they're both for April. So, uh, We'll have lots of horror uh, to talk what? about. I'll just say this. Vegas is better than C2E2. <laughs> I know, but we've been there the last two years in a row. Oh, okay. C2E2 is a lot of fun. We could actually record the podcast at C2E2. Yes. They have tables set up everywhere. I've been trying to get Andrew on my other podcast to do... Uh, a, a podcast at a because we can record on my phone. I just have to figure out how to do it, and we could actually interview people, go out and like talk to cosplayers and stuff. Awesome! Yeah, we could if we wanted to. All right, you hear that, audience? Stay tuned. 
And this year, maybe I'll actually print up flyers for the podcast and just throw them all over the place. Yeah. I wanted, we'll see if people click our links then. I wanted it. We can interview Tony Todd. Like, you were kind of a dick the last time we spoke to you, or Steve spoke to you. <laughs> He's not going to remember. Oh, make him remember. Make him remember, yeah. Make him remember. Um, but yeah, I meant to do that when I went to that horror movie convention in August, print up flyers and just leave Because they always have tables with people's flyers on them. That's what I was saying. Yeah, when you go there. I just there, never they... got the chance to get yeah. to get something printed up. I, I like wandering around. There's always such cool stuff to find. You know, like your favorites are all hidden in there in the booths and stuff. You never know if you're going to find an artist of a comic book or yeah. uh, voice actors and actresses. Cosplayers are awesome. Like, there's always so much awesome. I, Those things. I love conventions, so. Yeah. Really all, you know, not just C2E2, but like, you know, Steve went to that horror movie one. I'm so jealous. It's a very, that's a very, very, very small one. Like I said, I was, I had walked through the whole place and within an hour. And I walked through it like 40 times because I was waiting for one specific person to come <laughs> back. Not creepy at all. I, that's exactly how I felt. I felt like I was just creeping on this. If actress. I were security, I'd be nervous. Like, who's what this guy? What am I guy? supposed to do? Like, that's why who's I went there. Guy? Right. I mean, what do you want? Like, I. I I'm went sure there to meet two people. I'm sure everybody's and, doing the same thing. Like, they were both on lunch or whatever at the same so, fucking like, time. All so we what had to do was pace. To do? pace. Oh, I didn't pace. I just walked through the convention over and over and over. If I had just hung out by her table, that would have been creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just sat there staring yeah, at the no, spot. I didn't, I didn't do that. I just where kept, she should be. I just kept walking around the room over and over. Anyway. Um, yeah, so has any have you guys watched any horror movies? Uh, Baba Duke. We talk, yeah, we watched Baba Duke. I hate that movie. I don't think so we talked much. about it on the podcast, but I talked to Steve about it already. I liked that movie. What did, what did you think? I thought the kid was really annoyed. Thank you. Yes, I think that's part he of it. He is though. right up there with the stuttering that's, little shit. That's part of it. Halloween You're supposed to feel the abrasion on both sides, the mother and that the child. That kid needed to be smacked in the face. Well, I, I don't. I do not condone child and abuse, but that kid. I was cracked a little I bit. Thought I thought everybody needs a little crack here and there. It was scary enough, but I felt like for a movie that was only an hour and like 40 minutes, it really dragged, too. I felt like once like. you saw him... I was like, oh, it was over, right? It's yeah, like, it was okay. Stupid. Like, he looked so dumb. I thought and he doesn't really do any. He fucks with them, the and that's pretty scenes, much kind of it, yeah. right? We're, like, it's. Like, with yeah, the mom cool. and child. But I've seen that movie yeah. before. That, that movie was so highly praised. That's the only reason I watched it, was because I that heard it. That's why I watched it, yeah. yeah. Like, well, we might as well watch it now, four years after it's been released and praised, you know. That's our favorite time to watch movies, right after all the hysteria <laughs> settles. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't think I've watched any horror movies. I watched a shit ton in October, so... Joe has been finally catching up with me on American Horror Story. Um, He's on season three. I did a ranking... That's what I'm on, too. I did a ranking American Horror Story post on the blog. Um, Did you write that? Yes, I did. Now I can criticize it without feeling bad. Go ahead. (laughs) Watch everything first, but don't go attacking my list until you've seen every episode like I have. Whoa. So, yeah, if you I'm have any American Horror Story fans listening, check out my blog post on it at Noises and Nonsense. Um, what else have we been doing horror-related? I think that's about it. Oh, Halloween is over, so well, we ate all the candy. Speaking of horror-related things, I went to Salem, Massachusetts for <gasps> Halloween. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, that was, I'm, I was jealous of you. That was um, Actually, I think there's going to be an article posted on um, the website, wolfbeanblooms.com. Uh, of something I saw in Salem, Massachusetts. There was a museum in Salem, Massachusetts called 
the Peabody Essex Museum. It's an art museum. And they were having an exhibit on Universal Monsters. Uh, That's cool. really cool. Yeah. And I have took a ton of pictures. Awesome. And I walked through it. I spent probably a good hour in there. Uh, they had rare posters from different Universal Monster movies. They had nice. props, memorabilia. They had uh, one of the guitarists from Metallica had a bunch of different guitars that had, um, I don't know what it's called, the actual guitar part. The neck? <laughs> no, not the neck, but the, the, the body. The body. I guess I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the body. I'm not a musician. Um, that had different like logos from like, Nosferatu and Dracula and stuff, and they had them hanging mm. up on the walls and stuff. Because they have like monster uh, related, they're like monster themed guitars. I get yeah. it. So that was kind of cool. Um, I got to walk around Salem, go to the Salem like witch trials memorial and stuff like that. So it was cool. I would never go there around Halloween again. That was really stupid. You know, when you <laughs> were in Salem, I was because I was distracted telling you about American Horror Story that my other post was that when you were in Salem you inspired me to write um, The Bitch Hunt um, the other post I just wrote which is The Witch Hunt but about bitches so you inspired me there too without even knowing it <laughs> and you didn't even get to go to all the witch museums but anyways you no, were in and Salem I was really disappointed. and I was thinking about witches so I was very disappointed I did not get to go to the main museum there because there was just too many people there but that was my own fault for not planning that better. I shouldn't have gone. I, I can't Halloween. believe that that one <laughs> took you off guard too. Like how did you? And like you were telling me about it too, and like we were talking about how much fun it was going to be, and none of us, nobody thought like, hey, no. you're going during Halloween. No, I I thought of it. The original plan was that I was going to go there last, so I would have been going there a few days after Halloween. Uh, but, but the it, detours. I'm, I am so glad I decided to turn that around because I don't think I would have been able to do the 15 hour drive back. Like going out there was one thing because I was excited to go out there, but coming back would have. Yeah, just because you want to get home so bad and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, that would have been a lot crappier. Uh, and then horror movie-wise, I didn't really do anything else that mm. horror-related. I went to Kevin Smith's comic book store. That's cool. Yeah, the that Secret was, Stash. Yep. Stopped there, and I also went to Quick Stop. Isn't it right by it? Yeah, right? it's like uh, five miles or something. Oh, okay. It's not too far, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's, it's in such a weird location because like, it's like literally – right off of a main road. Okay. I was like, I'm like, I don't see anything that looks like this. And then there's like, turn here. And I turn, bam, right there. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, here it is. And it's so tiny. It just, I don't know. It just seems bigger when you see it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I went inside. It looked exactly the same. Nice. (laughs) Except smaller. Um, And then, yeah. Oh, I went to the Living Dead Museum, too. That's horror-related. Yes, it is. (laughs) So I went to Evans City, Pennsylvania, which is where they shot Night of the Living Dead. And I went to the Living Dead Museum, which is a little tiny little place. It's a five dollars to get in. What it's, do they got? Wax figures. They got some figures. Uh, they props. Got props. Yeah, they have um, some other stuff, and it's kind of neat for five dollars. Yeah. Just to, I wouldn't drive out there just to go to that. Thing. Obviously, yeah. And then I drove to Monroeville, uh, which is about an hour south of that, and that's where they shot Dawn of the Dead. Oh, cool. Is that where you said where nobody <clears throat> knew? Yes. I was a little disappointed because when I went to Quick Stop, they had a Clerks 2 poster in the window and they had some pictures of Jane Silent Bob inside the store. So they were like promoting that, you know, they that shot were that shot there. there, yeah. Dawn, uh, Monroeville Mall, nothing. <coughs> nothing. Not, no tribute to. Not a plaque on the wall, nothing. nothing. They don't care. They yeah. don't want to represent that, I, I guess. Was, I was very disappointed. It's a nice mall, though. I'll give, I'll give it It's that. a nice mall. And it was funny. I also I, wouldn't drive there for the mall. It was funny because I took a picture outside of the sign and everything, 
And then uh, I watched Zach and Mary make a porno a couple days ago. And, oh, okay. And they shoot some of that that movie at Monroeville Mall. Ah. And that section where I took the picture was actually featured in that movie. I didn't even nice. realize that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what part of that. I love that movie. It's funny. Yeah. It's towards the beginning when uh, Seth Rogen's character drops off Elizabeth Banks's character at work. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was all my horror-related stuff. <laughs> I don't think we have anything else. No. Not that I can think of at the moment. What have we been watching? American Horror Story, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. As far yeah. as horror goes, yeah. <laughs> after, after we were done binging Twin Peaks, we moved on to the next Netflix available show. Oh, I've been watching Bates Motel again. That is so good. I'm trying to pick it back up. Based what on season your are you on? I just started up at two again because okay. I, I've completed one before, then I watched one again to like kind of uh, touch myself up. So now I'm like back where I, I left off. I only saw the first couple episodes of season five. Okay, so you're all the way through almost. Yeah, but I'm not done. Yeah. And it's not on Netflix, so I can't fucking watch it. No. <laughs> It'll to, get there, I'm sure. I'll have to get it from the library or something. Or the internet. Yeah. Anyway. The unlimited library of the, yeah. the world. <laughs> I'll, I'll eventually finish it. I just kind of forgot about it, mm. so I'm glad you said something. I basically had forgotten about it, too, and then, like, me and you were talking about it, and I was like, I should finish it as a, you know, respect to horror and all that, you know. And I also wanted to finish Hannibal. Which I've never See, I cannot gotten that all show. the way through. I really liked Hannibal season one and two. It's I watched just, it's the a... first episode, and I was at first I was like, I kind of like. I fall this. asleep. And then... I fall asleep when I watch it. To be yeah, honest. like everyone raved about that show, but I just never really got so into it's, it. It's very slow, but it's creepy, and it, there's a lot of mystery and yeah, I don't know. a lot of <laughs> cliffhangers. Hard, I've never seen it. It's hard to watch. It's hard to sit there and be like, okay, this guy's going to be Hannibal Lecter and take Anthony Hopkins out of your mind. <laughs> it's right. really hard to separate because yes. he played him so perfectly. And then like to put like an accent on him and like to, it's a very strange. Um, and it's also hard for me because um, who played that the Will Graham in Red Dragon in the movie? Oh, uh, Ed Norton. Yeah. I love Ed Norton. Even though I just forgot his name. So I don't like um, seeing him replaced either, even though the actor they picked for the show is pretty good. That character's more interchangeable in my head just because... He's not a main character throughout. No, no, no. It's just that Anthony Perkins... Or Anthony Perkins. I knew I was going to do it. Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) I uh, saw you prepping to to try and do it right. uh, Anthony Hopkins... played that he's like that's like an iconic character yeah, the is. way he played it so yeah. it's really hard to sit there and be like okay this guy's gonna be him now i can totally and, understand yeah. and i don't i'm not gonna say that that's a, the total turnoff right it's not because I, I went into it and i was like it's not gonna be anthony hopkins it's gonna be this guy and i don't know he's not he, i don't feel the charisma from this guy so I, I, i've never seen it you should so, see it with me let's turn it back on and watch when i do i'll get you involved we can try we can try to talk about that one day when we get there all right so uh i know this episode was late but hopefully we'll have the december one up before christmas because it's going to be a little christmas related yes i think we should have that one up before christmas yes so so we'll have to plan to make sure we record before christmas so stay tuned everybody in a less than a month yes we'll have another new episode one of my favorite 80s slasher movies so, I guess that's it. All right. All right. It was nice talking so, to you guys. Yeah. It's always we'll, a pleasure. We'll see you guys again next month. Bye. Bye.